fam. And this is Jonesy. And we are... The Twin Vipers. A podcast about martial arts and action movies. Jonesy, what is up? Fam, I am doing well. Despite the fact you made me watch Showdown a Little Tokyo, I'm still doing okay. I will I will take I will take the bullet on this movie. <laughs> it's, it's like I just remembered I just I had the idea of we should totally do a Brandon Lee movie after a Bruce Lee movie. And there's only like a couple, it's like this in Rapid Fire. And I was like, oh Showdown Little Tokyo. I remember really liking this movie when I was younger. And I'm well, like, it's certainly, I think I know why. It's certainly an adolescent power fantasy at its core. It's ridiculous. Hundred percent. Oh my gosh. All right, we'll talk about it. Shout out Little Tokyo is our movie for today. But Jonesy, have you watched anything lately? So I am one of the lucky few that will, lucky few, one of the crazy few that will watch Ahsoka as soon as I get oh, home Tuesday night. Crazy. Well, People I think, here's the thing. If I wait to the next day when I get off at two o'clock in the morning, it, it'll already have gone through our friend group. So I yeah. know I got to watch right away. So I don't. I'm not behind. Or spoilers, they will be coming. Oh sure. Did you watch? You watched? You caught up on I did. episode four up, yeah. for for the timeless ones. No, uh, it's uh, episode five. Was the last one right? Episode five. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Episode yeah, five. Yeah. So if you're if you don't want to be spoiled for Ahsoka episode five, mm-hmm. skip ahead thirty, yes. you know, two minutes or whatever. But I thought it was great. I thought Anakin looked great. I thought. Uh, her battle to uh, basically, and I think maybe Danny, our wonderful cover artist, covered this in our chat. It was like Lord of the Rings. She came back back as Ahsoka the White. Very poignant episode, I thought. And she smiled finally. I was going to say she was she was definitely more upbeat when she, she emoted. Came back. Yes. I enjoyed it a lot. It's it's a it's a it's a, the episode is very much like a flashbacky kind of episode. It's it's. This is your life, Ahsoka kind of deal, where it goes back to a lot of. They, they hit a lot of things in um, Clone Wars and uh, that uh, that you see animated, you never see live action. Yeah, so a lot of those was great seeing in you know in person. Do you know who that girl is? The, who played Child Ahsoka? Correct. I know she was Gamora, young Gamora yes. in in Infinity War. I do, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, I don't know her exact name, but like. She's getting a lot of checks because I think she's in Barbie too. Oh, nice. Okay. So, um, so good for her. But yeah, no, she was great. I think, you know, how she was speaking, how she was acting was great. Totally great. I, I liked the, uh, you know, what I also really liked is they put Anakin in the Clone Wars animated hairstyle and it worked. If I thought Ian it worked. McGregor would have came in there with that armor, I'd have, I'd have passed out. Oh my God. Like, yeah. I would have wilted. Well, one of the things I really liked is Balin Skull's like black medieval armor. Yes, it's really cool. Oh, it's solid. But yeah, they they did a lot of flashback stuff, and I actually enjoyed that because that's the that's the stuff that I was into, which is like last season of Clone Wars and like early Clone Wars, and then now this is you know implementing a lot of Rebels stuff, which which I enjoy. Again, I'm a I'm a huge Rebels fan. Seeing the ghost fly is always cool to me. Oh, Chopper yeah. constantly wanting to. Commit war crimes is also <laughs> very funny to me. Is I mean, Chopper the best, but also the worst character to come out of the animated universe? And best by being the Chopper, most entertaining and worst Chopper's, by being evil. Chopper's, Chopper's up there as one of my favorite droids ever. He, yeah, hundred percent. That dude will that dude will murder people. <laughs> that dude will kill a robot that helps him. That dude is ridiculous. I, I love Chopper. Dave Filoni, secret psychopath. That's probably his self insertion. Is it his voice too? Yeah, he does the beeps. Holy that's all, that's all Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Show me on the droid where somebody hurt you. <laughs> no, I love Chopper. He's great. I just like he's great because he's like, I always liked him because he's like stubby. He's like half the size yeah. of another droid. He's like, he's a, like, he's like the Bobo version of R2-D2. Yes. It's like brand X. Oh, Chopper would throw R2-D2 off a cliff. Oh, yeah. 100%. Get him in it. the old rear naked. It'd be over. It's so good. But yeah, um, I watched the episode two. Uh, that's actually the first one that like. It was an exciting episode for me. Yeah, I because you you I was very much like wanting to see how far they'd go in the past, and they went pretty far, which I kind of dug. I will say to kind of bring it into the martial arts aspect of Ahsoka, as as much as I liked the over the top wushu inspired choreography of the prequels, and I did, I really, I mean, I really enjoyed Darth Maul versus um. Qui Gon and, and Obi and Obi and uh, again in Revenge of the Sith when Anakin and and Obi Wan square off, 
But something about the choice to go back to the kendo and kenjutsu inspired moves of the original trilogy in Ahsoka is really satisfying for some reason. And I thought like the first time I had to see her use a lightsaber in the uh the initial episode when she was doing the fight with the um she gets surrounded by the droids, I was like Oh man, this is like it feels like it's it's uh, lost a step. Like the like it's a, like half speed is what it felt like. Right. But this recent episode with her duel with Balin remind me like of Forty Seven Ronin or not Forty? Is it Forty Seven Ronin or it's um, the Seven Samurai kind of fighting style where it's very prosaic and it, it's very measured and very kendo. And uh, for whatever reason, I really came back around to it. This past episode, I really enjoyed it a lot more, especially uh, Ahsoka's moving through the guards, like the grass, the sky, the, I forget what they all five are, but really, really nice to watch. Really, very pretty to watch. Yeah, this was, even though they were in kind of like smoky war areas, it was a good, yes, the form on it was was definitely cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, again, I enjoyed the episode. So if we're, you know, halfway mark, uh, we are the halfway mark, because they're only doing eight. Uh, so we're past halfway mark. Yeah, so we're past, so we'll see the last three episodes, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, this, that was episode five, I, I I did enjoy it, so that was a big uptick for me. I just, I like seeing Hayden Christensen, I'm just like, that guy's awesome. You know, I, I made mention earlier today, and I, I stand by it, like, I have come so far back around on the prequels, like, I really, and maybe it was my older son that really, remember I, on this show i told you we watched revenge of the sith and like we spent the whole next day talking about star wars like yeah he uh, i like seeing those movies through his eyes like really you know relit the passion for star wars like i was like yeah these are really good timeless stories also i was wondering how they were going to pull it off i was like oh is um hayden gonna talk kind of like how matt brings to anakin matt yeah the voice actor for which he kind of did he was kind of an upbeat to a point yet yeah, not Matt's, as- like inflections are always like higher and I, which yeah. I think Hayden was kind of doing but then when he got dark because he was kind of turning into Vader you kind of saw it so I, I enjoyed that too yeah I thought he brought Hayden had a little smoke as yes. Anakin uh that Matt did not that doesn't mean that I think Matt did a, a poor job but I definitely felt that Hayden was doing an homage to Matt in order to marry the two versions oh he married together. them together yeah I, I think, thought he I did really really quite well and I thought the de-aging with a couple of Maybe a few exceptions look really good too. Like it, there's something about the de-aging process in the light of the lightsaber, whether the blue or red cast that it makes it, it. It's not like that striving they go for where they're looking for natural light, and they always miss the mark. So like this artificial light makes sense, and it makes the de-aging I think look much better. It might be a thing where like, and I am not a VX. I have so no our VX our friends who do VFX yeah, are probably that do like VX they're flipping that do, out. They're like, yeah, we know um, we don't know maybe, anything. It too. might be something to do with the, the they know where the light source is because the light is coming off the lightsaber, so they know kind of how to like yeah light it like the way so it should be shaded. They kind of know where the angle is coming from. Mm-hmm. Again, all I'm speculation, guessing. all speculation. But I mean, I, no, I get what you're saying though. But yeah, some of the de aging was like, e, but some of it did come off fine yeah not it wasn't I as Hayden looks that old anyway so i mean it's fine it, like this i is, should say that dude they're just probably like up that dude might be 50 yeah but they probably i mean he looks even though he's 50 he still looks freaking 35 he looks amazing sure, yeah no Hayden i don't think there are a lot of touch-ups are required for sure but yeah so the soak is the only thing you really watch yeah I, I have been putting in some long hours so so for me uh, the only thing i really watched i haven't touched a movie in a while i kind of fallen back into anime lately for reasons oh okay more than one he says no i mean well if mf ghost and overtake which are two racing animes are coming out in october so i'm kind of like wetting my anime appetite back again um i have so many friends that watch one piece the animated or the anime and they watched the live action they said the live action's great so i kind of want to die i've started to kind of dive into one piece the problem is, is there's, a, there's a thousand episodes legitimately a thousand something episodes oh my god that's like more than bonanza that's a lot of episodes I, oh yeah they're still i think the the manga for sure is still going to yeah they're they're that that thing's still going anyways what's the elevator pitch for one piece as someone who's never seen it uh luffy is a he basically ate a rubber fruit uh, which allows him to kind of um, elastic man his body okay, to punch and kick things. 
his goal is to find the one piece, which is like the buried treasure and to become the king of the pirates. And in the first season or two, he's assembling a crew of ragtag individuals that, you know, that kind of thing. Cool. But, um, but the live action, they said, was actually people are saying that it's actually really good. Not like the Cowboy Bebop situation, which yeah, honestly, I, I, I didn't watch that. And I love Cowboy Bebop. And I don't, I don't know if I can. My, I probably will watch it eventually. Yeah, my flirtation with anime was short-lived in, like, the 90s. So, like, titles, I don't know if you even know, like, Record of Lotus War was one that I really yeah. liked. And um, what's the one with the robots? Not the not Evangelion. Uh, Escaflone? Is that a word that exists? Sure. God, nobody, nobody I, I Google mean, me. The cool thing was, like, with um, a lot of people's introduction to anime in, like, you know, the 90s and stuff was Toonami. They, yeah. You know, yeah, Ronin Warriors. That was like I think I Ronin remember Warriors, watching those at the school. Powers in the armor. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Powers in the armor. So good. Yeah. That that story, <laughs> that anime was ridiculous because like the anime went and like how it started was they were together. They then got separated around the world. They then find each other again, and then they get separated again. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. They do it twice, and I'm just like. Did, did we not go through this? Oh, you know what was cool about that show? They would, like, the Power Rangers, they were, or Captain Planet. They That's would, legitimately a Power Rangers thing, yeah. They would combine their powers together, and the one guy, um, yeah, so the, Ryu yeah, so would the get... Combined, yes, yeah. combined one is Wildfire. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. One. Exactly I, right. I know way too are, much about Rodan Warriors. Are we Warriors. doing a Rodan Warriors retrospective? It's good. Podcast? I, Rodan Warriors is one of my favorite animes. It's great. I think, I don't know if his name was... Sage or Psy, one of them, but it had the uh, one is Sage, the green one is Sage. He had a cavalry saber, like the horse clear, like the cleaver. Sure, it was just like a bit, like like a long ass sword with like a grip on the blade. Yeah, it's Sage, Hard Rock, Halo, Sage. Uh, yeah, and he had lightning was his motif. Wildfire is the great one because that that's all. Combined. Oh yeah, the, like the, the in white armor. classic leader red, just like Keith yeah, from Voltron. Great. Yeah, <sighs> just so good. Yes, but yeah, I I've slowly dived into One Piece. Ronin Vipers, look for it in the feed. I would watch Ronin Warriors again. It's I just I I I hysterically laugh though because I'm like you don't threaten me that with part a good where time. they just get lost again, and I'm like we went through this, we solved this problem, oh, and y'all yeah. get lost again. I kidnapped again. Yeah, I fought on the hole again. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I've been on an anime kick lately. So yeah, it's it's been it's been some One Piece, which I do enjoy, but I, I will probably suck it up and and watch up the live action. I just kind of want to know how far I need to go into the anime to watch the live action, but. People saying that thing's good. I'm no it's a good to. watch. So I'm, I'm out of the game. Well, then you could, might just be able to watch the live action. It's on Netflix. Oh. Like it's getting good reviews. Okay. I might just dive in, but we'll see. But I'm 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 a completionist, so I have to watch a anime. Jonesy, do you want to tell the people about today's episode? Imagine all of your favorite character actors from every early '90s movie you can think of, and put them all in a kung fu, barely a kung fu movie, and you would get Showdown in Little Tokyo. Which is a story of Ivan Drago. I'm sorry, Dolph Longren, He Man, plays uh, Punisher. Punisher plays Sergeant Chris Kenner, a American by uh, birth but Japanese by culture. Uh, he was raised in Japan and moved back to the states at after his parents are brutally murdered by the yakuza. Chris Kenner is on the yakuza beat in Little Tokyo in L.A. And uh, he is quickly joined by his new partner in the Asian task force, uh, the Crow, Brandon Lee. Or, uh, sorry, I think he's got an actual character named Johnny Murata. And they are quick to tackle Shang Tsung from uh, Mortal Kombat yes! fame. And, and uh, also the Phantom with Billy Zane he was in. He was in quite a few films. But Shang Tsung is basically is a drug dealer deals crystal meth before everybody really knows what it is. And he's pushing meth through his red dragon beer company. He, uh, he makes a move against another Yakuza who owns a nightclub. He takes it over hostile takeover. Reminds me of the plot of Dick Tracy with Warren Beatty. Uh, it was the exact same move with Tia Carrera playing the Madonna part in this film. And while, interrogating and getting some information, uh, Dolph Lundgren realizes that Shang Tsung was the man who murdered his family because of course. Yes. Uh, his wise cracking sidekick, Brandon Lee the Crow, has his back. They are kidnapped. They escape. T. Carrera is kidnapped again. And of course, in all 90s big action movie, third acts, they have to go rescue the damsel 
from a mansion. It's always a mansion. You always realize that? It's always a mansion or a bee packing plant or some kind of warehouse. So they're able to rescue her and win the showdown in Little Tokyo. Also, I forgot to add, this movie is pretty much a softcore porno. Sorry. Sorry to break it to the masses. Yeah. So I forgot how... Inappropriate the nudity is at times? How inappropriate this movie was. I did. It was like the 90s, man. I just remember this movie. I'm like, sick, Brandon Lee, son of Bruce Lee, and Dolph Lundgren, let's go. And then I do the rewatch today, and I'm like... There's a lot of naked chicks in this yeah. movie for no reason. For no reason. This movie is quite problematic. Like, even... Oh, yeah. I have, I have not... In visuals and dialogue. I Yeah, I have not a... Uh, I'm quite forgiving when it comes to, like, uh, entertainment that is, a like, a product of its time. So, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I'm offended. That movie from 1940 is offensive to me. Like, it was a different time and place. Yeah, this... this I mean, this movie came out in theaters. This is the the twelve oh one movie at the drive in where you go with like oh it's only adults no kids are allowed and then you don't get out till two a.m. So uh, my past life as a blockbuster employee, there was a there was a section of action movies where there were like just for anyone doing section. anyone reading the Twin Vipers Wikipedia this is after his child acting career. Yeah, I've had, weird, I've had a weird life. I've also got hit by my own car. We can talk about that story. Oh, in my episode God. All right. It's, it's hilarious. Put a pin in that one. So I used to work at Blockbuster. But yeah, and, and I worked there for multiple years in high school and college. So uh, yeah, you would go through like the action adventure thing. And people things were labeled action adventure. But like they were also going for like boobs. 100%. You know? They were like going for the Porky's crowd. Almost. Right. They were going for. Yeah, they were going for like. Chick in a bikini with an AK-47. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's what we're, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, mind you, I look at this cover, and it it, it does not scream it at all this until is, you hit the play button. This is almost like the Starship Troopers. Like, I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like, this Starship, what happened to Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers? Uh, plenty of nudity, put, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, no, this was, no, this is another level. Man. Is this, this apples is and like, oranges? Is, am, am I reaching with this analogy? You could, I, I don't remember that much in Starship Trooper, Troopers. I definitely think somebody gets naked in Starship Troopers. Right. No, naked happens. And like, Casper look, we talked Van about it last Dean weekend. Ruby the Juliet, the naked happens. Okay. All right. This is just like, this is like excessive oh, for man. no reason. That Romeo and Juliet story <laughs> bringing me like, back. God. All right. So a couple things. Number one. This movie is only like an hour and 20 minutes or something. Like it's short. Uh, an hour and 18. Little, the first three 18. minutes are a very elaborate a title sequence. This is what, I, yeah, this is what I want to bring up. The in, the first three minutes of this movie are the opening credits, and then Yakuza with sword. Yeah, and flexing. Is it Dolph Lundgren's torso though? I so this really threw me for a loop because to me that I was like, oh, this has got to be Dolph Lundgren's physique because this body model is so cut. Right. And then ridiculous. So I'm looking at these dragon tattoos. So he's got a katana. Okay, I'm with you. We're watching a movie about Yakuza. Then it cuts to him in a James Bond pose with a Walther PPK. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, is this a spy movie? What am I watching? And it goes back to the katana. Like I, I should have known then. I was like, all right, this is not going to make a lot of sense to me. This is this is already no, this, the visual no, this language is already is, this already is wild. <laughs> all right, another thing I need to bring up, and you said it in your summary. Okay. The character's name, or the guy's name is Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. Shang Tsung. 100%. Yep. That dude is Shang Tsung to me, which, me, which that is not a negative. That dude did so well being Shang Tsung that every time me and my friend saw him in a movie, we were like, yo, it's Shang Tsung. He's in this movie <laughs> every single time. I, you know, I, um, I, I don't know if remember Mortal this Kombat. This man was Shang Tsung in The Man in High Castle. Yeah. This man was Shang Tsung in Surf, or Surf Ninjas. This man was Shang Tsung in everything. I think he, he I was also him. in The Phantom, but I think I also called him Shang I was like, Shang Tsung. He's also in, in The, the Phantom. Phantom. He's also in Rising Sun. Yeah, right? Rising Sun. Great he's movie. Such a, he's such a good... Again, this is us not knocking this actor. No, I... I uh, he is amazing. I love him. And, and I know him in for a good time anytime I see him on the screen. Yes. He brings such a... a, a gravitas and legitimacy to a role that is like filled with buffoonery yeah and like again super inappropriate even for the times so just to, i mean I, I, we're skipping around a little bit but once they're uh the jig is up with shang Tsung taking over that nightclub right and you find out that one of uh tia carreri's friends was trying to give the old owner like the heads up hey they're coming for you 
he basically sexually assaults her and then while she's like trying like just trying to get it over with to save her life he beheads her from behind yeah while he videotapes it so he can watch it later while he's having sex with people this and that's an actual scene in a movie that's also like a ha ha he he buddy cop movie yeah it's it's, this movie does not know what it wants to be no this does not know what it is the other person I need to br- need to bring up in this movie. So basically, Shang Tsung was like the main bad, and he had yes. a he had a he had a second in command. The, you mean that the guy that ran the Foot name, Clan? Or Toshishiro Obata. Yes, Obata. That is yep. the that is the second in command shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja. I Turtles. call him Foot Clan the whole movie. That dude rules. Yeah, foot. And the dude's got the best line listen, in the first Ninja like, Turtles movies where the kid bumps a new one. And he's like, "Go play." <laughs> I love but him. Obata is a is a freaking surgeon with a Tech Ten in this Yo, movie. Oh okay. my god, or Tech Nine. Third thing I'm going to bring up, Jonesy. Yes. Would you consider the early '90s, or, or I'm sorry, late '80s, early '90s? Is the Uzi the number one gun at that time? I, I, if you were to watch any movie like Lethal Weapon, anything made, it's everybody has an Uzi. Mind you, it's the least accurate gun you can. Yeah, have. it's literally meant for a close quarter burst. Right. Yeah, but p- these people are picking off like snipers from four blocks away with an Uzi, just taking people out. And nobody—did you notice nobody misses a shot in this movie? No. Even Dolph Lundgren gets shot in the chest, but is still able to have a sword fight later in the movie. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah. So literally, this movie starts off basically. Dolph Lundgren is like breaking into like this illegal fight rig. Yeah. And how does Dolph Lundgren break in? They're fighting in the ring. He swings down like he's freaking Jack Sparrow. Yeah. He's like Batman. And drop kicks a dude in the ring, and he's like, "I thought I told y'all to not do this illegal stuff anymore." You know I'm how like, I don't like what? it, or whatever he says. And then the, these train fighters go to get him. He's fighting them one handed, one at a time. Yeah. And he's like catching every like fist in the air doing like a one arm throw like it's the most mind it, you like this man is wearing a full leather jacket yeah like he's got no give he's got and i feel like this is the 1990s cop uniform blue jeans a wife beater with a motorcycle jacket on top no t-shirt yeah tank and, top and a, and, a, and a leather jacket and yeah. he's carrying a 50 caliber desert eagle as his sidearm yeah and he and, he, and he's very accurate you don't need no uzi no, not with a Desert Eagle. That has no, but everybody no that came in to stop him, everyone had everyone pulled out an Uzi, and I'm like, this is not accurate. Everybody, <laughs> None so of you are hitting your shots. The Yakuza rolled up to that club. Everybody's wearing like a. If you ever saw the video for um, Rick Astley's, uh, what's the one that's the meme getting Rick rolled? Yeah, never but, gonna give you up. Yeah, never gonna let you down. Yeah, that's it. So in that in that video, he wears it's all high collars and big. He wears a raincoat jackets. that goes to his ankles. Every one of those yakuza had the Rick Astley raincoat with yeah. a, with two Uzis like strapped behind them. Like that it's must amazing. have been so uncomfortable to drive in that. What was it? They were at a T Bird, like a 63, 64 hey T Bird. Dolph Lundgren freaking. So they're driving towards Dolph Lundgren. He's shooting at them. Runs out of bullets. So oh my god! Instead of them shooting him, they want to run him over, and he Kobe Bryant jumps over a car. I don't think he jumped. I think he just took a took he just, one he step. Jump kick over the car. Yeah, it wasn't a high jump. I think he just literally hopped. Like I mean, he had to get some air because he had to jump over a car, like long ways. Yeah, I, not like no, you're right. Him, like I, sideways, I, like the length of the car. I was talking about the the stunt shot they oh, used yeah, to no, like show dumb. the jump. Like he he didn't get any air. No, it was like um, with, with Lois and Clark the six New million Avengers dollar Superman, man, where they like yeah, it's literally he just jumps off screen like this, right into like a mat. You know I love I mean? it. It was ridiculous. It was this movie. Might have been the most ridiculous thing I've seen <laughs> in so a ridiculous. long time. Uh, my head, my head was in my hands like half the time watching this. I'm like, what is what? I don't remember any of this being this dumb. It's very dumb. And then the next scene in that movie, he's at a restaurant and he runs into the people that tried to kill him, and then he tries to act cool. And I'm like, yo, homie, they tried to run you over with a car. Yeah, like everything is so tongue in cheek. Yes, in this movie, and I was, I, I thought about. Doing another rewatch today because I wanted to write down some of uh, Brandon Lee's one-liners, but then as I started rewatching, I'm like, "Oh, that's his whole dialogue. He doesn't speak in regular like speech to anybody. It's always a setup for like a one-liner joke." So, do you think they were trying to, mind you, they are fully aware this is Bruce Lee's kid? Yes, he should be the martial artist. Yep. Do you think they were fully aware of like, or, or you know, doing it on purpose that, oh, he's going to be the goof? He's going to be the, I, the the goofy sidekick. I I that filed this one. That kind of knows karate. 
under the the a big miss opportunity because I thought the only decent looking fight scene in this entire movie is his fight uh, with Foot Clan at yes. the end of the movie. Now, did I think it was crazy that the Foot Clan swung a lead pipe and he blocked it with his forearm and his forearm didn't shatter? That was a little far fetched. Do you also think it was very dumb when Brandon Lee had an had a had a an automatic rifle and then got two feet away from him? And oh then my god! Away? This like, this movie has no distance. internal logic. Oh, this is amazing. But I did no think, no none. This is no none. But Brandon's Kali work, like his single stick work at the end, I thought was really good. He gets a, a Foot Clan and a, a really great ankle lock or a heel hook. Oh, yeah, like, that was good. Perfect format. While he was meeting the Miranda rights, we'll talk about that oh, scene. That's God. one of my favorite scenes. But, and you but, have the right to die. Um, yes, that's my favorite line. <laughs> this is the reason why we want to watch the movie. You have the right to be dead. Uh, oh. That's the line so stupid. No, but my thing is, is that they gave Dolph like a lot of the one-on-one action scenes, or the one-on-one fighting scenes, at least. Where Which, mind is you, this, Dolph- Is this post-Drago? Is this post-Rocky IV? Like, is this star on the rise at this point? Or do you think this was, like, basically a two-hour audition tape? Or I'm saying not even two hours. Um, This was this was post-Rocky. Okay. Rocky, was, Rocky 4 was 85. So this is this is him just getting work. Like, he's done, he's done He-Man already. Dolph Lundgren get the money. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, done, he's had his temple movie. He did a summer blockbuster. He was in Rocky. Now he's just, he's just a working actor. Yes. He this definitely had some input on his character. Like, I... I love the fact, and, and I'm I'm not even going to call the movie out for the white savior BS that it Jesus. does. Yeah, but I can live with it. That like because he spoke Japanese and he was very respectful to the culture and he built himself that cabin to remind himself of his parents. But when he puts on that kendo outfit in the in the third <laughs> act, I was like, I might have to turn this off. I am no, offended. The problem was is Brandon Lee wearing regular ass clothes. Yeah, like, uh, like as you should. Kendo outfit trying to stealth capture a truck. When they did <laughs> when they do the showdown, when they come to the cabin, right. the Japanese cabin, and there's that awkward as hell sex scene. He's yeah, no, I agree. There's this scene, right? That Dolph is in his satin underwear and he's put I guess he puts a sash on and is putting Japanese weapons in the sash. Sure. It looks ridiculous. He gives Brandon Lee the gun. He gives Brandon Lee the shotgun. And do you remember what Brandon Lee says to him? He says, look, we might not make it through this. Oh, I have to tell you. Why is this line in there? And and he says, with a perfectly straight face, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. (laughs) And Dolph Parker just goes, thank you. But like a genuine thank you. Who? It was such, it's such a weird, who made this dialogue? This is like Porky's, but also a Kung Fu movie, but also Lethal Weapon. This is a hundred. Okay, that last part. This is a hundred percent lethal weapon. Yeah, in the sense of who's. Yeah, I guess. I guess Brandon Lee's rigs. Yep, to Dolph Smurtaw, but sure. if Smurtaw was an active samurai. <laughs> yes, agreed. So, oh my god! All right, we're, like we're, this movie's so bad, we can't even keep on track with the plot. Like, let's I not know. even bother. I'm trying to figure out. Basically, yeah, the fights on this movie. This this is now one of our movies that leans more towards action than martial arts. Yes. You know, since we do both, but yeah, but it does have. This is like the ending what is, if is a lot yes, of madam arts. were really bad. Yeah. So dumb dialogue aside, there's one part where they have a fight in a sushi restaurant where you eat the sushi off naked women. Oh God! How they then get their ass kicked, brought down to the thing, and that's when Dolph realizes that Chang Sung killed his parents. Like the the coincidentally was right there. They leave. Brandon Lee's line is, "We're gonna get those guys, and we're gonna go back and eat sushi off those naked chicks." And what I think he says oh, something like, I, "You know what I said about sushi? I think I could change my mind." Yeah. Oh God. But this, this. I, I I was sitting there watching that scene, and I'm like, "This is how I know I'm a grown man because I find this repulsive." <laughs> like, but I can imagine like 16, 17, you know, when you're going through your uh, through your post puberty finding your own morality phase like yeah i would totally isn't that cool all the girls were naked you see like like that dumb like <laughs> the dream, juvenile yeah. shit uh, right. stuff excuse me and uh yeah, you're good. but now at 41 i'm like listen those women have have parents at home like this is not good <laughs> i agree no like, I get someone it. needs to do something <laughs> 
<laughs> just like this cannot be sanitary. Yeah. At That's all. how far I've spun the wheel of <laughs> Dad, life we've, that now I'm an admonishing father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, there are a lot of like, like Josie, how many times did they get caught by the people and not die? <laughs> or how about they got a fatal wound? Yeah. There is a no, sword so fight is, at the end. Where Dolph well, no, gets no. shot. I have, to talk, the, I have to talk about this. There, there is a okay, bathhouse fight. Oh, the bathhouse. There's a so mind you, they get caught by Shang Tsung. Yep. They get let go because they're you know they they don't want any trouble. And, they want know, to kill a cop. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they kill a cop in this restaurant, and then I gotta get people. Blah. Um. No, they then go to arrest him again in a bathhouse, and it's just them two in a bathhouse full of basically all his henchmen around him. How about they walk into the center of that bathhouse and immediately get surrounded. Like if you were arresting somebody, you would make sure you had your back against the wall that no one could come up behind yep. you. No, they magically walk How into about, the trap. Why that would they you go in without themselves. backup? Yeah. Also that, Oh, they don't have any other cops. It doesn't, no one's yeah. helping them. How many people Jonesy, are on the Asian task force? Is it Jonesy, just, they had, like, a, they had a witness that killed himself in the, in the interrogation. Room. I would say that was actually pretty, pretty cool. That was cool. How about we handcuff that man so he don't kill himself? It did seem strange that knowing that the Yakuza, that they left him to his own devices. I thought yeah. that was pretty negligent. <laughs> they also were very chill after he died. He's like, well, how they're, they're chill with just killing people left to right in this movie. I yes. think when it like in a, in a true 90s fashion, they wrap up the movie with some uh, ADR dialogue at the yes. end. It totally doesn't match the scene. And they're like, what do we tell you in the report? We sure did kill a lot of uh, suspects, didn't we? (laughs) And I'm like, you murdered a ton of people in cold blood. Right. Like, how are you getting away with this? Where is the IA investigation? Where's the trial? I don't know. And it's LA. Yakuza's too big. LA had the worst race riots of all time. Not very sensitive. No. 91? Yeah, probably not. But it was... um, yeah, that bathhouse scene was ridiculous. They, 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 there was a, they were in the middle, and this big dude swam under like a Navy SEAL, and then got up behind him, and then choked, tried to choke out randomly in like five oh, inches so of water. It's bath water. What no, you- it's yeah, I know that dude was yeah, that dude was like swimming in the Pacific. Like, what are we doing? Good on him. He made it look good. Yeah, I mean, he got a hella shot and died in that water, but still. And then they get so and then they get away again. They get away again. Again, these are multiple times. A lot they of have catch met. and release in this movie. That's a lot of catch and release. Basically, they then rescue Tia Carrera away from one, Shang one or three or four times that they rescue her. Yeah, she gets caught a lot, and then yeah, and then they have to rescue her a lot. So yeah, so they go back to the house uh, but that the he worst, built with his bare hands. Yeah, Jonesy. the worst sex scene I've ever seen in a movie. It was really bad. It was. Uh, I. It was. <sighs> deflating like both, in more like ways than one stunt doubles yeah. it was so well bad. uh tia obviously had a body double that looked 100 nothing like her sure uh, is as is her right so that's to have thing. a body why double. did that need to be in the movie it didn't they could i know listen, they could have said more with she said uh, yeah i'm scared they get under the blankets they kiss and then slowly fade to black and then it's the oh, next Jonesy. scene also that music behind them was <sighs> so horrible. creepy it's like Kenny G ass, oh, it, it, like trying to do like Japanese music. It was horrible. I I have never felt more seedy than yeah, watching yeah. that sex scene. And yeah, like I, maybe Luckily I should walk it was out quick. Oh yeah, well, sorry to you. It wasn't a very long. I mean, you didn't really get. I yeah, it was that was a yeah that was a mess. And then mind you. Post sex, and then Brandon Lee's outside with the gun. Was like, we have intruders, yeah. and I'm like, homie. Thank God they did that cut because yeah. we were about to see Dolph's taint. Like he was about to bend <laughs> over to open that door. Oh yeah, no, Dolph's bare ass is also in this movie. Uh, Heads up, and I'm like, ladies, am I about to see check out Dolph's ass? Am I about to see Dolph's anus? Like I thought it was going to be a traumatic experience. Thank God they did that cut, but they did the cutaway like at the last right, possible right. heartbeat of a second. Oh, they got a rating. They got a rating to protect Jonesy. I don't know if you heard. I it didn't seem like they were protecting it very hard. No, they were. They were not. No. Um, And then it it, there. It's 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 the eighties trope of oh, we're going to protect this house. They come over. They come to attack us. Well, we attack them. No, they lose. 
Yeah. They just lose. They don't win very often. No. In fact, the first fight, they lose. Their introduction, like, they destroy a cafe. They just get their ass beat a lot. They get- they... Shang Tsung's got to go on. Shang Tsung, I'm shocked that Shang Tsung did not win. Yes. And listen, in that final fight, he cuts up Dolph like a pincushion. Yes. And Dolph's like, ah, oh, I'm going to shake it off. All right, so let's go to let's go to the final fights. Let's do this. Basically, the the the, the whole thing, the whole bring thing with the mob is they are they're setting up a ring of um, selling crystal meth through beer. So they are then going to transport this beer around the nation, which then has crystal meth in it, which then they'll sell. So they have their own distillery brewery kind of thing. Tia Carrera gets captured again. The Yakuza thought that uh, Brandon and Dolph were dead because they were crushed in a car, which by the way, they weren't dead that long. Like it no. was a very quick, and like, so I didn't think that training minutes. montage was necessary either. Right. Cause he's like, I'm going to enjoy being dead for a while. What? Like 40 minutes. Or, yeah. Not even. And he, they, not even. they do a full also, where blown. Was, also the house burned down. Where did he get that stuff? Yeah. Does he have a second backup Japanese house? I mean, with all his gear? Extra well, he does, but I guess Dolph was essentially Batman at this point. But you know what I found really insulting? To your point from earlier, you have a training montage. Sure. You have Brandon Lee. And Brandon Lee, in his big fight scene, moves just like his dad. It looks amazing. Right. Yet, the focus of the training montage is on Dolph Lundgren. You literally have the son of the greatest martial artist to ever be on the big screen. You have his son, who could was trained by him, could move like him, is almost just as fast. Not quite, because nobody can be, Right. And they're like, nah, but let's give Dolph three minutes of montage. What are you doing? It's what a choice. I mean, is the thinking behind that people will be drawn in because it's Bra- it's a Bra- Brandon Lee's in this movie, but then we're going to focus on Dolph because I, he's the. In fact, I mean, again, this is post Rocky, so that he's like a he's a big a name. certified Hollywood star. And I don't know, I can't remember because I was too young. Did He Man flop or was He Man a hit? I can't remember. He Man was bad. I mean, I box office wise, I it is no, a terrible think, movie. I that well. I don't, I don't deny. I don't think it did. I I remember thinking it didn't do well because it was a very mature take on He Man. When everybody's like, "Why is this?" Yeah, you know? and there's yeah. no sequel, so maybe that should be the first indicator right there. I mean, they didn't they marvel that at the end of like, look at this portal. We can go through this portal. Oh no, I remember they had a post credit scene where Skeletor comes out of the like he's not. They throw him, uh, and I don't know why I have such a perfect memory of this movie. It's like a pool of acid, and his face comes up or something. They ha- yeah, they have a very Return of the Jedi fight in the third act of that movie, and like almost, I I feel like a shot for shot uh, theft. Dolph throws. Skeletor over the railing uh-huh. and into the pit of the Castle Grayskull. And at the end, his, his hand and face come up like he's he's not dead yet. Oh. But it's 100% the Emperor with lightning bolts falling down the shaft. Got it. It's, it. Got it. Like George Lucas should have filed a petition with the court Please, for that one. Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, you're right. Brayden Lee was definitely underutilized. Definitely yeah. underutilized, but also they didn't have to make him sound dumb. They, and you just sounded very dumb. And here's the thing. Brandon Lee it, is just playing it straight. He's like, I'm excited to be working. First American role. I'm taking everything. I'm playing it. Like, I'm just chewing scenery. Like, he sure. was 100% giving it 110%. No, he worked with he he, he worked with everything that he had. Yep. And he, he, like, I get the feeling he did multiple takes and, and practiced it a lot because it sure. was very, he had a great cadence. That he, he was trying to say these lines at it was just the material was terrible, terrible. I mean, it really maybe it's sucks. a thing where like if they would have let him go full board martial artist, he'd have made Dolph look bad. Yeah, well, I think a hundred percent that's true. Sure. And you know, what really, as I think about it now, talking here with you, really upsets me even more so than the crow him dying young. Like you could see the seed of something in this movie. Like he's a shining star through the muck and the mire of this movie like he's the got the last it. act of this movie is all him yeah. in his fight he's great and he's got it he's he's a leading man he's he's his father's son whatever the it factor is he has it right i mean it, and it's i was robbed of this martial arts star that that could have been yes could have possibly surpassed his dad if he would have been alive i, don't know. I mean that's or that's how a about hard, equal like, but he that's was definitely a, a, equal as father. When when those things happen, that it's always hard on you know. And it's easier for me to say that when they're stars. both dead, and I can speculate as much as I want. Sure. But I have a feeling that you know, if the crow, if you he lived past the crow and the crow did well, you know, 
maybe he get he rolls that into some other role, and then maybe Brandon Lee's a household name. Oh, oh I I agree with you 100 percent there. I think that was his big role, but that happened to be his final role. I get it. Yeah, like, I mean that yeah, that's it, how I was. I it's, speaking of drive wins, uh, drive ins rather than not drive wins. I don't know what I'm talking about. That was the first time I saw the crow. It was a drive in with my uncle and my cousin, and the crow on oh, the big screen. It looked great. Like I I uh, I immediately went and found the comic. Because it was, of course, the crow is based on a, a Franco Bar, famous Franco Bar comic. Like I was all in. I was like, Brandon, like Brandon Lee's my guy. I bought a girl a crow ring one time in high school. God, you have the weirdest freaking stories, man. I, I know. I, I just it was it was it was it was like at a Spencer's or some shit, and I bought it, and I'm like, oh, this is, it said like real love is forever, like one of his lines, and I'm just like, this is a work. Can't rain all work. the time. Yeah, uh, can't, yeah. It, no, it's not. No, it's like real love is forever. So I can probably find it if I freaking. It's funny. Anyways, yeah, we we yeah. When I moved here, uh, <laughs> when I moved, kind of an idiot. Go ahead. That's all right. I'll, I'll try to redeem you with my own. Industry. No, there's no redeeming. I just make dumb decisions. Go ahead. When I moved to my current home. I have I have moved like a box of movie memorabilia like four times, and I'm like I, I told you talked about this last time. Like I'm ready to divest all of my collectibles. Like my kid, my kids are going to want this shit. No, you know, it's, maybe it's time to, to give it away. So I found I must have gotten probably from a Spencer's in the mall. You know when they did like the Todd McFarlane really well sculpted movie figures. Yeah, I had an Eric Draven with, with a guitar. And a oh, crow that cool. would perch on it, but like I was like, I'm not going to display this anywhere. And what am I? Why not? That'd be a cool. I should thing. have. But one of my son's friends was over, and he recognized it. He was like, uh-huh. "Oh, is that the crow? I really love that man. The kid's ten, and I'm like, you're a little too young to love the crow, but all right, cool, man." <laughs> and uh, we, I was at a ba- baseball practice with the mom, sure. and the mom was like, "He would not shut the fuck up." Or sorry. Language, man. We have an E, you're fine. I know, but I, I hate to... No, no, you're good. I know no, someone is playing this in a car with a kid, and I apologize. But yeah, the kid wouldn't shut up about the figure. So I said, would it be creepy if I gave it to him? And she was like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything with it. My kids don't care. If it would make this kid's day, he could have it. Well, I mean, the kid, like, the mom had to write a thank you letter. Like It was like this oh big gosh. production for like, well, literally meant nothing to me. I felt right. so bad, but. No, yeah. but you know what? It's the, it, don't feel bad because you are passing on good yeah, vibes. Somebody's going to want this junk. Sure. So That's the thing yeah. is that someone, it's getting use out of it. So it's better than it, it not getting use out oh, of you. So, you shout know, out to, so you good. shout out to our friend, Mikey P. I did find my Kanan Jarrus Black Series figure. Uh, while finally finishing my office, so I have that displayed. Nice, there you go. Boom, Mikey P made it in the show. Mikey P, we share this. We share the same favorite Jedi. So yes. So let's go through the end of this movie. Basically, okay. they're 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 supposedly dead because they got crushed in a thing for ten minutes. Yeah, forty minutes. They're dead. They they really just took a hot shower. That's all they did. It took a hot shower. They were back at basically. Yeah, basically, like they just yeah showered and ate, and then they came back and the, they were alive. They break into the um, the beer factory, the beer distillery, the brewery, as it were. I don't know why it took me that long to think of brewery. I forgive you. They were fi- they basically kind of paired off. They were fighting. Okay, so <laughs> Dolph Lundgren was wearing that traditional gear, but then he had like an AK forty seven. Yeah, how bad did that look? Too like I, it just looked horrible. I there must have been such a false sense of self confidence on the set of this movie. Where they're like, is, is this gonna look Dolph? Looks great, Dolph, with this this bright royal blue kendo and a ab- headband with no kimono underneath, so he's shirtless no. with just the outer jacket on, with just the like, headband on, sl- just like sleeve, no sleeves, with the AK like strap across his right. belly. It, it just and then the the worst part is is the uh, the far off scenes like the uh, the far shots yes. where he's with a, like people that are dressed appropriately in tactical gear but he's got essentially like it looks like a wedding dress from yeah. from all those yards away and he's like running around and his little dress is bouncing around from the far for the wide shot yes it, it did it looked terrible who was telling Dolph, look great, Dolph, you're looking great, Dolph. It's going to look so good on the big screen. It it's looks like some so crazy. Yeah, he tried to be like traditional, like, no, man, just, no, you got guns. And then we get, of course, we get the shirtless Katana fight, and this is my big Well, no, no, no. So we got to go through the Brandon Lee thing Okay, first. Brandon Lee he goes off with the Foot Clan guy. <laughs> looks so good. So good. This this fight was great. Again, I, I so, <laughs> I just, I got to sigh. 
they had like a poll. They were doing like a pole baton fight for yeah. a little bit. Yep. Single Brandon stick Lee fight. decides to then we were there on the second floor of this brewery that Brandon Lee decides to read him his Miranda rights in Best between line of the movie. kicks and kicks and punches. So he's just beating this dude. He's like, you have the right to remain silent. And then he's just like punching him in the face. And then he gets it over like, like, you have a right to win an attorney. And then he pushes him. And then they're on the sledge over the, the, the barrels. Total for, Joker Batman scenario. Oh, 100%. Kicks him. So then he kicks him off the ledge into basically the one of the, the stills. The vat of acid from Ace Chemicals. No, but it wasn't acid. It was just beer. I, I know. I just, it, that's what happened to Batman. But that's what, yeah. that's why I remember. I was like, wait. Is beer he's flammable? Just beer, he's not going to die. Brandon Lee then has a lighter for no reason, and then he lights it, and then he's like, "You have the right, you have the right to be dead." Yeah, oh, God. Lights it, throws it in there, and explodes. I the take away all facility. the nice things I just said about. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that's that is my favorite line in this movie. That is the dumbest. Li- I saw it, that. It's, and I just, ba- it's it's some of the dialogue in this movie is uh, to use the term piss poor. Yeah, it's it's not great. But so, so I got to Can I please? Go, I gotta go. I gotta be a moan about this scene. So the Brandon Dol- scene. Dolph is the the Brandon scene. Oh, so all right. Here's some true advice sure. for anybody. If if God forbid in your life, if anyone ever brandishes a baseball bat or a golf club or in this case a steel corrugated pipe, you can't block that with your arms. You can't. It's you will break your arms. The pipe wins at, every time. Yeah. Take a step back or run away. Do not engage with an arm block, a rigid arm block against a steel pipe. You will die. Yeah, agreed. And I have a feeling this must might have inspired a bunch of young teenagers to, to think, oh, I could. I think I'm confident enough to yeah, fend off a No, bat. that pipe wins every single yeah. time. That pipe wins against but, your forearms. And like the next scene, time. gearing up to the Katana fight, I'm about to also uh, moan about... Uh, <laughs> Dolph pulls a knife against uh, Foot Clan has like a really cool looking Tonto, a, yes. a Japanese knife. And uh, they connect on the blades. They literally have like a short sword fight where two knives connect and they reset distance. Also not possible. But now to my third, my third grievance. Sure. With the third act. Dolph gets shot in the peck. He's shot with a. Oh wait, there's stuff we bullet. gotta talk about before that. I, 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 am bubbling with with anger. No, I get you. Okay, well, no. Ahead. So basically, yeah, you get, you get so so Brandon's done with his fight. Dolph then chases after Shang Tsung. Yep. They then. <laughs> Who goes to Outworld? Movie's over. Yeah. He no. They then like he's throwing gasoline places, and then again more explosions because it's an '80s movie. They then run out to basically what constitutes like a parade, a heritage. Yeah, parade you're right. I did skip in the area. Part. So a parade is going on. Shang Tsung's got a gun shooting people, and then everybody kind of scatters. And for some reason, this then this then starts off a a ceremonial one on one fight. Which, mind you, Brandon Lee also came to this fight, and he's like, "Dolph's like, no, if he kills me, he kills me." Da da da. da. And then they basically they don't have any weapons, and then they take swords off of. What might as well be Civil War reenactors? They look like are, samurai cops. Then they, they no, have they're a, just like they just co- look cosplay samurai. Is that what they were? Because no, it was very they were hard. Tradi- they were in traditional regalia. Right. But what I'm saying Do you is think that they like, really had sharpened swords, though. That's what. That's my issue. Is that your, is like, the point? How you're they have like to? legit yeah. swords on a horse? No way. Those at best they would have been like wall hangers. Sure. So they basically like disarmed each of them disarmed a horseman and stole their swords and then had a sword fight now yeah now go so all right so that now i'm chopping at the bit much (laughs) like those chagrined horses sure so dolph gets i I guess he gets winged by a bullet maybe it doesn't penetrate but he's got a bullet wound on his left peck and he's like really hurt except after he gets the samurai sword he no longer feels the pain in that peck and it must have not done any muscle damage because he handles that sword like he's been training with it every day for five hours. Yes. And he's just taken a long nap and he's full of energy. All such bad character choices that is, uh, aren't, aren't I hurt in the scene? Yeah, but we have to have you no, have No, but this the adrenaline of, of vengeance for your parents drives you. And it can also heal muscle tissue apparently, instantly, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that fight was really good. I think Carrie... W- what I like about this movie in some aspects 
and really it's with Carrie with uh, Brandon, is because they're martial artists, they're able to do their own stunts enough where I, like there's not a lot of awkward editing and cuts. And the wide shots look pretty great. Right. Uh, no body doubles were used because I was on the lookout for that after Tia's body double because I felt so terrible for that woman. Right. So I was like, okay, am I going to – now I'm going to notice to see how many people use did you doubles. Did you think it was weird that everybody was cool with the ceremonial fight in the middle of the street? Yeah, the Yakuza are not known for their, their honor, right? Like they're pretty much no. backstabbers. So why – they're like, oh, now – of all times. Because Dolph called out his manhood of like, oh, you you know, you killed my parents. You can't, you need a gun to kill me. Mur, mur, mur. Oh, that that's right. Thing. Oh, use a gun if you're not a man or whatever he says. This movie sucked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, no. So we have to talk about the ending, the death, which is, which might go up there as one of my like all time, the dumbest deaths ever. So they're in a sword fight. Basically, uh, uh, Dolph gets disarmed and then he ends up grabbing the sword um, and then killing the leader of the Cusa. He stabs him and he pins him on a wall. Mind you, this is they're at an event and they're at a festival. <laughs> the wall, he pins him on like this circular like display. Yeah, it's like a no one knows that circular display spins like the wheel of fortune. It looks like a is it like a fireworks wheel? It reminds me of yes. like the wheel like if you were at like a a Wild West show and somebody's throwing knives at Absol- the. It is that wheel. That's the wheel, right? It is yeah. that wheel with like fireworks that basically shoot in a way that momentumly spins it. Yeah. Very quickly. So and so he literally kills him and then stab. Okay, he stabs him and then the <laughs> the ignition goes off on those fireworks and then it just spins and burns him to death. Yeah. <laughs> He's just dead. What it- and everybody's excited and I'm just like, this is wild. And they cheer. They cheer. So first of all, they cheer the fact that somebody just got uh, murdered in cold murdered in front of them, and yes. then they bow to Dolph Lundgren and what has yes. got to be the most disrespectful gesture I've ever but seen. But he rid the he rid the city of the yakuza. I guess that's that's why they that it's a show of so, respect. Uh, let, let me ask a question: Shang Tsung dies. The yakuza are they going to pack up their bags up, and go back to Japan, or is somebody else just going to step in and terrorize the neighborhood again? I mean, doing the count of how many people they killed, they might have killed all. Oh, did you? They're all dead. They're all dead. And most there of the was cops. A scene, so this was er, there was an earlier part of this movie where Tia Carrera is going to kill herself because she did something dishonorable, and then she was being guarded by all these guards. And all Delph Lundgren does is walk through this mansion, snap necks. He just snaps. Oh yeah. He just. I we totally glossed CQC over that snap scene. People's necks. And that's so the dumb. scene where he catches a guy is punching him, and he just catches the arm. And throws him one-handed. Yes. I, it's wild. I was, flat to use a, f- a word, flabbergasted. Agreed. By this choreography. Agreed. Yes, yeah, so that is... <laughs> Showdown in Little Tokyo. Showdown in Little Tokyo. Jonesy, what do you give this movie? Uh, if Brandon Lee were not in it, this would be a zero-star movie. Jesus. But Brandon Lee, I was so... The light of hope is still there. It's one star for me. Sorry, I got to tell it like it is. You know, you're doing it. It's a two. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's oh man, it might be a one. It's a it's a two it's, at the highest. It was offensive to me. It wasn't even so bad. It was it's good. A, I yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to influence your opinion. Movie? But, Mind you, I was amped to watch this movie because I forgot. Yeah, and then I remembered. Well, I even the title was like Showdown a Little Tokyo. I'm gonna love this movie, and I right. remember nostalgically through the fog of nostalgia. Being like, yeah, there's like a lot of great fighting in this movie. No, there's no, right. good, there's no good fighting in this movie. No, there is no 100 percent no good. But fighting this in is 100 percent like a white savior juvenile power fantasy movie where Dolph Lundgren is like the kid who like always has to win, never takes damage. Uh, but he if, he, if he does, but it, it didn't hurt him. This is true. It was all only so Tia could be like, oh baby, you're hurt. Let me nurse you back to hell. Like, right? God, this movie sucked. No. <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> That's right, people. We on Twin Vipers, we'll pick a bad movie. We will. But <laughs> 100%, we will watch a bad movie. Around the corner, we get a palette I ain't afraid. Yeah, up. I think it still sits at two for me. The only reason is, is that because that Brandon Lee line is burned into my memory forever. That's a, that, a whole you synapse right to, you is the right devoted to, to that? Oh, my God. That's Yeah, so it's a Oof, two. Barf. Still not good. It's two, twos are also not good, but yeah. This uh, yeah so hey one and two baby this is like lower on the Twin Vipers pantheon. This is maybe but, the lowest. What, we saw it. This might be the worst reviewed movie we've done so far. No. Yeah. Shh. This has to be. It might be. I mean, it's it's close. 
It, it, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I give I give the one a two star, and you probably but you probably gave it more. Oh, the one. I think I gave it three stars. I have to go. I have to go check the tape. I I, I know for the fact that I gave it two. Yeah, this might be our lowest rated movie. Yeah. You know what? We got it. You got to have, have, yeah, have your bottom. Big you know what big I'm stinker. Sometimes everyone's you don't have. They're not always winners. You know. Yeah, Why exactly. do we fall? We got to know where the floor is to know that there's exactly. A floor. We have floor. to know how to fail. You know what's success or what's failure but success training, right? Right. Yeah. No. To get philosophical. But yeah. should we tell to, Brandon Lee just wants to go eat the sushi off those naked chicks? And you know, we, that should have been the post credit scene. <laughs> He's back, baby. And Dolph yeah, this has also ends like in a kung fu way of they just the <laughs> Shang Tsung's body's on fire and they're just walking away slowly. God, it was, it was a weird you want to get some shawarma? Um, yeah, really. Um, Jonesy, yes. do you want to tell the folks what we have next? For we them? I get your start your engines, get your popcorn in the microwave. Yeah, we're coming in hot. It we are, and I think we might be the first podcast ever to talk about this movie. Wesley Snipes Blade. I'm gonna say we're not, but I know it's the first time we're talking about. I it. cannot wait for this movie. I had this movie. I think might have been my third or fourth DVD ever, with The Matrix being the first one, and then I got Blade shortly after, and. I fell in love with that 1968 Dodge Charger 446 pack. Oh, yeah. That car is so badass in that movie. Oh, yeah, that car's great. And I so, lo- just giving everybody a heads up, we are doing Blade 1 and Blade 2. We are not doing Blade 3. Yeah, there's no point. If you, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not doing Blade 3. Blade 3 was like the Euro trash movie where the, the vampires were more like evolving or some nonsense right i don't know it was ryan reynolds and jessica B. oh god he, no and triple h <laughs> and there was a pomeranian that was also a vampire it was bad I, parker posey was that. in that movie parker posey We're not was doing three. in that movie no that was the one with um the guy from prison break plays dracula yes yeah i think yes. we did the right thing by not no, watching yeah, we're good. so blade, blade one trinity. and two you have Trinity, not even three, Blade Trinity. We're not doing that one. We, we're giving too much love to Hard to pass. No. So Blade 1, Blade 2. First one we're doing Blade 1's next episode. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Sure. I think Blade is going to be another twin five banger. I just have a feeling. One? I think we're both going to give it five stars. That's Possibly. just my, just my, gut, my shower not, call. I know two, I'm, no spoilers for ratings. I don't think two is a five banger for me. I don't think two is a five banger. Two has Donnie in it, though. Two has Donnie in it. Yeah. That's that's big. Donnie in did the fight core. He did. For it, so. Donnie. We'll talk about two when we get there, but baby, we got to go to one first. And what's that one line? He, we can't skate uphill. Uh Oh, oh God. He has so many great lines. Uh, he has so many great lines. What do you think we'll this get is? There the March of Dimes? That's another good one, too. <laughs> Stupid. Also a great Blade soundtrack. Um, yeah. So, yes, Blade next week. Super pumped. Definitely, I'm very Can't excited wait. to watch Boy for the show. Yeah, we need to watch. We need to get this showed out a little Tokyo taste out of our mouth. What a barf! And I, you know what, you know what the real rub is. What I was like, I was so nostalgia fog, and like I think to rent was two ninety nine, and to buy it was nine ninety nine. I'm like, I'm no, buying you it. Didn't, I did. I need to call uh, Google tomorrow and be like, take oh, this off God. my account, yes. delete it. I don't want anyone yeah. to know that this God. I ever purchased this. Now you got to get it. Now you got to act like you lost your card and get a new card. I got to oh, listen. It's like getting a marriage annulled. Like I need to no. get, I need to wipe this movie off of my memory. What are we doing? No. Yeah. That needs to go. Um, twin vipers pod at gmail.com. Also twin vipers pod on Instagram and uh, Twitter X. Um, please uh, rate and review us. Uh, definitely helps us out with the algorithm and it helps more people to listen to the show. By the way, by the time this uh, goes out, this is, we've been doing this for one year, Jonesy. How Holy crazy is that? smokes. Are you st- one year? One year. We started September of last year, and this will release at the end of September of this year. Yep. I'm telling you. Time so, flies by when you're having fun. Time flies. Um, again, thank you, everybody that's rode along with us and you know listened to our dumb butts talk about martial arts. And Snake movies. Nation. We yes, love you. Love you guys. So thank you for, you know, along for the ride. And we've got definitely more show shows in store. And one day we'll conclude season one. One day. <laughs> one day. No, no promises. We're going to send everybody out with our martial arts quote of the week, which is, for me, the martial arts is a search for is a search for something inside. It's not just a physical discipline. Brandon Lee. Mm, excellent. Mm. Yeah, we had a that's the that's had the to do it. quote. Yeah. Yes, I what I I've been debating actually of changing the Zen quotes to the best line in the movie we just watched. Do it. Pull the trigger. I might have Let's to. live produce 
that change right now because I think that's sure. great. Because at some point the well's going to get dry. On, on oh yeah, no, quotes. we're going to run out of quotes. No, the line for this movie is "You have the right to be dead." One hundred percent. That should be the tagline of every action movie. You have the right to be dead. Jason <laughs> oh, Bourne three. So, you have the right to be. Mind dead. you, like he lit that thing and it exploded so bad, he probably could have. He probably ha- should have died in that too. I I also think that secondary explosion where the two vats go off. I think that was totally accidental, and the the cameras happen to be rolling because there is a twitch that Brandon does when he like. Uh, he sees that it's about to explode. That's not acting. Like he's he like, feared, I get the fuck out of he feared for his life. Yep. You're like, we only got one roll of film. Print it. And his shot yep. was so good. Like, We're keeping that in the movie. What a great. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. She's a fear in your eyes. is so real. And he's Meanwhile, like, it was. it's getting therapy for. Almost- Jesus, man. Uh, Jonesy, do you have anything for the audience before we go? No, I love all you. And you all know how I feel about you. Yep. Thank you everybody for listening. We'll be back next time with blade one. Uh, for Jonesy, this is fam. We are the Twin Vipers, and we will see you next time. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast.